Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, y'all. It's awesome to be here on a fine Monday evening. So glad you are here. Tonight on the show, we got a quick update on the LA port situation in regards to the supply chain crisis. Walmart releases driverless trucks. So that's going to be very interesting. And a potential massive scandal about a diary coming up right now on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Welcome back, y'all. It's great to be here. Hope y'all are doing well, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Uh, Work for me is slowing down because, as you know, it is getting cold. But there are always times where things are crawling around. So if you're in anywhere in Mississippi, South Alabama, South Louisiana, give me a call. 1-800-417-6013. The rats are moving. So now let's get to our headlines. And here we go. The L.A. port situation is not improving. Uh, Here's DHL's summary of the port conditions at Los Angeles and Los Angeles Beach, or I'm sorry, Long Beach. Ships are waiting 13 to 22 days to catch a berth. Currently, there are 72 vessels waiting for a berthing spot. Both Both ports are seeing record volumes month after month, and the ships at anchor are delayed on average of four days. Delays forcing the ships to wait at anchor are expected to continue for the remainder of the year. So as we've been covering this supply chain crisis, as of right now, it is not really getting any better, but it kind of says it's not getting a whole lot worse in some parts. So that is, that's some good news, but expect delays on all things. And I guess continue to expect our grocery stores to be semi-empty and hopefully it doesn't get any worse all terminals remain extremely congested and evaluating a reduction on their window for export cargo acceptance from three to four days the expected spike on imports generated by the peak season and cargo pre-ship is already here making the operation more complex local trucking delays have been reduced and are being closely monitored the lax slash lgb rail operations from all terminals and the and the off-dock ramp ramps continues to deteriorate as demands exceed capacity. Therefore, inland moves by rail can suffer considerable delays. But uh, I guess Walmart's going to help us out in that department here in a second. <laughs> we'll see. The number of vessels waiting is still large and higher this week than it was last week. DHL doesn't report the wait times the same way each week which is why those are in a table instead of a graph i can't see the table or the graph i couldn't pull it up sorry uh but those times are not improving either so again doesn't look great doesn't look god awful yet either i don't know we'll see our shelves here are just about the same um we couldn't get our birth control from walmart because it was on back order so they sent us to Walgreens that was yesterday so I'm not sure if that's related to the supply chain crisis or not but kind of seems like it's gonna be or has to be right pretty much everything uh 
What's up, Jason? I'm just kidding. I didn't mean to say, uh, Mr. Bird of Truth. JP. So shower time, Joe telling people to work 24-7 doesn't magically make more truckers or more workers appear. No, it does not at all. Appreciate that, Mr. Just Because. What's up? What's up, Connor? Hey, congrats on the new marriage. Don't know what you're talking about. What's up, Joey? Jessica, checking everybody's comments right now for those listening on audio only. Speaking of, uh, before I get to that, Connor Parsons, anything on the root cause of the delays? Yeah, um, workers being fired, vaccination passports, mandates, um, government handouts, people just not working, some people getting sick and not being able to work, uh, just a variety of things, mostly mostly government cause, though, the vast majority. I didn't want to get into that one tonight too much, Rittenhouse self-defense looks likely. Yeah, I don't even think that should have went to court. Really, honest. I mean, shit, this shouldn't have even went to court once you saw the video. Video's there. It's, it's proven. Just self-defense, period. Uh, easy one. But we'll see. Who knows? Maybe they'll convict them just because they don't want riots. Apparently, that's a thing I heard about. I can't not verify, so don't quote me there. I'm just telling you what I heard. That there, uh, people were threatening to riot if he wasn't convicted, so who knows. Howdy from Jeremy. What's up, bro? Mr. Just Because. California has a terrible policy on heavy trucks. Yeah, and their policy is getting worse than anything involving comb combustible engines. Ugh, bad over there. Get out. No, I'm in the middle of a live show. <laughs> not going to ask bootleg about the marriage. I will later, though. I work in logistics. We can throw in there, from what I heard, a worldwide chassis shortage. They have the boxes, but nothing to put them on. Fantastic. Well, that's great. So, seems to be like everything just kind of going every which way and, and as, as far as shortages go. Oh, I heard something else was going to be a shortage uh, here soon as well. Shoot, I was supposed to take a note of that. I done forgot. I'll get back to you on it. But um, let's see, where are we at here? Well, I am in Jackson, Mississippi and not moving. Not anytime soon anyway. But if you plan to move and you're in Louisiana... I think maybe uh, East Texas, West Mississippi, but definitely South Louisiana. Check out Laura Province if you need to buy a house. This one is really small. I'm still working with this old computer, y'all. I apologize. I talked to them today. Um, it's still in the shop, my MacBook, so got to read all this tiny thing. Got to get real close. Your home is your sanctuary. As a second-generation real estate agent, Laura Province knows the importance of helping her clients navigate through the home buying and or selling process. Whether you're buying your first home, a second investment property, or seeking that dream retirement residence, you will have a seamless experience with K2 Realty. So check her out, Laura Province K2 Realty. Thank you, Laura, for sponsoring the show. Splish Splash, your opinion is trash. That was an accident, but that's a great uh, graphic. So have fun with that. <laughs> happens oh man uh i'll tell you what isn't gonna happen and that's me going off into the 490 pages that was the osha that i talked about over the um or last week 
when I wanted to give an update or a preview of what I had coming, but then I, I did not feel well over the weekend. I was kind of in the bed all weekend, so I did nothing. But not to worry, the Fifth Circuit did something and put a stay on the entire vaccine mandate for right now, stating something close to a grave violations and, and or constitutional violation. I mean, it was it was rough. Yeah, very rough. So that is looking up big time. We'll get into it as it unfolds. There's a lot to it. Um, but as of right now, no mandates. Thank you to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Check your comments again real quick. Let's see. Oh, back to Rittenhouse. There are claims that the jury has been identified and threatened. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Mr. Just because the only trailers we can buy are intermodel. Hmm. I am not a big trucker. I'm not quite sure what that means. So uh, I'll look it up as soon as we get off here. Connor, buy food when the toilet paper starts disappearing. <laughs> hey, oh, man. Nobody panic buy. Please. I just don't run out of toilet paper for a respiratory virus again. Latest one I heard was salt. That's not it, but that would not surprise me at all, Jessica. Man, I cannot remember what it was that I heard. And I told my wife, I said, everything's a shortage. It was earlier today, and then a whole bunch of crap happened at work, and I got home real late. Mr. Just because I took a shortage of BS politics and a supply of liberty, or surplus of liberty. And that is the comment of the day so far. Try to beat. Thank you, Mr. Just Because. It makes it 10 times funnier that he doesn't even know yet. Sweet. Federal Railroading Administration has mandated all railroad employees get the jab by December 7th. Shipping and logistics are about to get worse. Yep. See, that's the other issue is even with the mandate, right? It's, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of businesses that are they're just doing it anyway. And that's going to cause a, a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. It's going to take a lot of people saying no in the most important positions. All the way across the board, everybody saying no. The vast majority of our salt comes from Kansas. Not sure we should run low on that unless they are having issues with workers, but I haven't heard anything on that front. Well, I do know that um, it's also going to be uh, an, an in-conus issue, not just out at out at port. Like it's, There's going to be a problem with domestic uh, transportation as well. DefyThePower.com. Great group. Got mine in Tunica, Mississippi at the event there. Really cool. Handmade. Awesome. All right. So, that being said, let's move on. Walmart rolls out driverless trucks for deliveries of online orders. Walmart rolls out deliver driverless trucks for deliveries of online online orders, the route which involves navigating intersections, traffic lights, and merging on dense urban roads is the first ever to remove a safety driver. Walmart has teamed up with autonomous vehicle startup Gatic or Gatic, I'm not sure what that is, to utilize self-driving box trucks to deliver customers online orders. So it appears that eventually, even with a trucker shortage or whatever is shorting in that department, maybe driverless trucks will pick up the slack. And I do hear this 
conversation a lot about autonomy taking over the workforce. So I'm not saying it is going to happen. I'm saying it's obviously happening to a degree. There are, there's a lot of fields that you just can't, it can't be replaced. It needs, um, you know, needs a human brain on it for being able to dissect issues. Yo, yo. What's up, Kareem? Seafood Caucus. That's right. So, driverless cars and trucks require clear painted lanes and markers, right? The state of the roads around here is going to cause a ton of issues. I'm not sure, but um, they only tested this out in Arkansas. So, let me keep going. Since August, the companies have deployed the fully autonomous trucks without a safety driver for a daily seven-mile delivery route between a Walmart dark store or fulfillment center and a neighborhood market retail store in Bentonville, Arkansas, where the retailer's headquarters is located. That much I do know that the main headquarters for Walmart is located in Arkansas. And so I don't believe it's been tested out outside of that, or at least not at great length. And we'll walk through a little bit of that. Walmart and Gatic received approval to remove the safety driver from the trucks in December of 2020 from the Arkansas State Highway Commission following the completion of 18 months of successful operations. So the 18 months, uh, I guess, successful, hopefully meaning absolutely zero problems. <laughs> oh, man, I find that hard to believe, but that's all right. Through our work with Gatic, Gatic, we've identified that autonomous box trucks offer an efficient, safe, and sustainable solution for transporting goods on repeatable routes between our stores. Tom Ward, Walmart U.S. Vice President of Last Mile, said in a statement, We're thrilled to be working with Gatic to achieve the industry-first driverless milestone in our home state of Arkansas and look forward to continuing to use this technology to serve Walmart customers with speed. So, yes, Arkansas only as of right now. Cajun, they do not have infrastructure for self-driving trucks. Uh, everything's infrastructure now, man. You ain't heard? Man, what up, bootleg? Joshua Hood, Miso Robox. Uh, I'm sorry, I was trying to make sure I said Miso right. Miso Robotics is building robot. Oh, let me put that on the screen. Sorry, Miso Robotics is uh, building robots to replace fast food employment. Oh yeah, I mean they're already so close to having you know just three to four fast food employees back there as it is. Um, I worked fast food in high school and for a couple of years after that, and we easily had you know eight to ten people at all times. It's not even that now because you have so much electronic checkout stuff. Steve South, those of us in nastier climates just laugh at driverless technology. In even good weather, there are crazy situations that nobody can program for, right? Did I catch the, did I read, I might have, uh, I might have deleted that one part of it. No, seven mile delivery route. I said that, yep, between a dark store or fulfillment store and a neighborhood market. So that's as far as it's been tested for 18 months successful on a seven mile delivery truck route. So do not people learn from sci-fi? It's not long before Skynet becomes aware now. Yep. Great movies. Or at least the first couple. I hadn't really been liking the other 
few Terminators. Uh, Walmart isn't the first retail retailer to utilize self-driving technology for deliveries. Kroger announced a partnership with Neuro in 2018 to utilize self-driving technology for grocery deliveries in Scottsdale, Arizona. However, Kroger and Neuro's partnership involved minivans rather than box trucks. Kroger also announced plans in June of 2020 for three mile for a uh, three mile. It's <laughs> funny. Uh, my hands are sweaty. Mom spaghetti uh, f- for three delivery fulfillment centers. Well, I'll delete that part that would utilize autonomous uh, automation and artificial intelligence technology from Okada. So this isn't new as most of you have already pointed out. Y'all have seen this before. You're not going to break me with that at all. Joshua Hood. They have made a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings and White Castle recently. Hmm, nice. So, there we go. YOLO, bro, bro. What's up, David DeYoung? Good to see you again, man. Bootleg with a re- uh, 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 adult comment. Autonomous driving is going to be widespread within five years, even within the worst areas. I think it's going to be uh, spread out for sure. In places like Arizona that have no weather. Yep. I mean, we we don't have any bad weather down here, not unless it's hurricanes, you know, nasty storms like that. But other than that, you know, we don't get snow, anything like that, just thunderstorms and hurricanes. So it would easily go down. Oh, you know, well, there are a lot of deer though. Oh, for sure, some deer would get tagged. There's no question. Wouldn't be able to stop in time. I don't know. Maybe they'd be able to stop better. Who knows? So, real quick, do you like arguing online? I know we all do. Don't lie, you know you do. So download Vid Debate available on Apple and iOS. Video Debate app is designed to give users the ability to use their God-given right of free speech to post up to three-minute videos of the topic of the day. Every day, Video Debate will post a question in the hopes to draw strong opinions from all sides of a range of topics from pop culture to politics. Politics. So check out Vid Debate. Do it. Do it now. Speaking of apps, please go to um, Apple, Spotify, Google, basically anywhere you get your podcast. Anchor.fm. Like and subscribe. The Cajun Libertarian. Hit the notifications so that you'll get one when it downloads or drops. Um, yeah, leave me a five star review. All that stuff. We are now live streaming straight to float. I think this is the second show second or third show to float. And also don't forget that I do still do interviews. They're very short, but they're very intense, very compact. Dropped two yesterday, one yesterday morning, one yesterday afternoon. I spoke with Amy Misco of City Council of New Orleans, which she's running for this week. And then I talked to um, Sean Thorne, who's running for U.S. Senate in Alaska. Incredible. So all those will be called now the Cajun Libertarian Sunday Special I will pre-record them and I'll drop them on Sunday evenings every eight every Sunday evening at 8:30. And I will be there with you live in the comments, chatting it up, having a great old dang time. I also want to have a great time with something else besides your comments, real quick. Let's see what Bootleg says. Tesla is stomping ass in the autonomous driving arena. I imagine they are. Mr. Just Because Continental is the company that makes the ECUs. The tech is very premature. I know this subject as a master heavy truck tech. Nice. Let's see. Jeremy. 
The movie Logan took place in 2029 and had autonomous semis. Foreshadowing. Probably. Sean. Steve South. Yep. Yeah, Sean. Steve South. Drivers list technology at ports and warehouses, maybe. That's a closed system where everything can be clearly marked. Moving at low speed, they were not... They would not last one day on the city streets I drive. I I think that that, what you're saying right there, Steve, is going to happen really fast, like real quick. Really quick. So, <laughs> I don't know what that means. But I'm not going to say it live on air. Oh, man. Uh, I, let's see, maybe, maybe it pulled. No, I ain't going to try to mess with it now. Forget it. Nope, 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 nope. I had a graphic made. And I downloaded it to the OneDrive. Remember, my MacBook is in the shop, which when you have everything Apple, it runs like butter. But now I'm working with Apple phone and a Microsoft laptop. So I have to download it to OneDrive, upload it from OneDrive onto StreamYard. And I had a great graphic to show. So I'm not going to show it. Uh, we'll post it on the next post right after the show. So stay tuned for that. I'll tell you what it is in regards for I need your help. Again, um, we are headed to South Carolina for the LPSC convention, Libertarian Party South Carolina convention. So tonight and Wednesday night, I need to raise $400 and I am doing a raffle at five to $10. I'm not sure yet. I'll get with, she's doing the raffle right now. Um, we'll do it tonight. Well, we'll run it all the way through like Thursday evening or so, or if we have to, we'll go a little bit further than that. But, um, It'll be $400 total. We'll have all the rules in there. Usually it's like either five bucks a ticket, maybe 10 tickets max, you know? So we need to sell 80 tickets and what it's for is travel expenses. And we have a driver coming to pick us up. That guy's, that family is using their personal gas. We want to give them gas money and pay back the people that gave us the plane tickets. My wife and I will both be there at the LPSC and hopefully we don't have to wait 85 hours over the weekend to get in and out of the airports. We shall see. So the raffle will be this hat, this shirt, which is the very first Cajun Libertarian shirt. It's the one I wear on air. I'll get something else. I have to get another hat or I'll just get a different hat. And the two people, one being Michelle, she does the Cajun caribou all the time. It's freaking fantastic. Um, it's hilarious. Anyway, the hat, the shirt, a sticker, just like this one, a pin, just like that one, and a beautiful new signed by me, AR. 15 magazine, my personal one. Of course, I'm not giving you my AR-15. Oh, man. I know I had somebody. I know I had somebody. So, check out the post as soon as we get out of here or about 10, 15 minutes after we get out of here. Um, it'll be the next thing that go, goes on to the, the Cajun Libertarian page. How many ever tickets you can buy. It's going strictly all, every penny of it's going right back to the people that have helped me to put together to be able to even fund the trip to go up there. And so I need to give them their money back. And so I am going to raffle off those items, pin sticker clip magazine signed by me, AR 15 magazine signed by me and the hat and the shirt. So check it out. It'd be great.
<laughs> Steve South. He said, just donate. Yeah, you can do, uh, go check me out. You can donate to PayPal. But hit it as uh, friends and family. It's Cajun Libertarian. I'll throw my PayPal in the comments section. I'll reply to you. Yeah, you can always just donate. Um, you know what? I may. Give me one second. Bam. Look at that. I hadn't done it in so long because I haven't had to ask y'all for any help in like months, which is amazing. So the last time I raffled off this hat is to donate to the legal fees of the family that we were donating to. The very first hat I did, all of that money went to that family, every penny of it. That family is the family that's picking me up from Atlanta. And so we need to pay them. I want to pay them gas money. I really do. So they deserve it. And I need your help because we are a poor. I am. My wife has a two full-time jobs and that is two children under five plus, well, I guess three time jobs, three full-time jobs, two kids under five and entire house to keep up with at all times. And then I do this for basically free other than when I ask you for money to help fund things and pay for people and help people out and stuff like that. So, and then I have insectum. So if you got bugs, call me. I could use your help with that. That's a twofer, right? You help me. I help you insectum. 1-800-417-6013. The website is being finished up. It's just me and one other guy. We started this business about a year and a half ago. So everything's coming together. Speaking of, I am late, says Matt. What did I miss? Can you start from the beginning? Yes. As soon as I get off of here, just hit rewind, and I will start from the beginning. <laughs> right at the beginning, actually. You'll get the video and everything. Do you do house calls in Oregon? No, but if you want to donate to my PayPal, I will stand out in my front yard and turn the PSI up on my hose as far as it'll go, and we can hope for the best. I'll do it on a windy day where it's headed your way. And then I will lose my license because the EPA lords over me, and it's disastrous. Over us. That's why I'll never own a pest control company. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Because you are stuck. Sorry, wrong thing. Dealing with the EPA, which is incredibly bad. It's yucky. It's so much paperwork. And of course, they come and do their inspections all the time. Anyway, enough of that. Like I said, Ashley's going to post the um, raffle right after. And if you do, if it can't, if it doesn't fit or anything like that, then you can always just give it to somebody else for a Christmas gift. But please, please, please help us out. Big time. Ashley is the one doing the raffle for me. She built the website. She's always doing stuff. She has booked all of the travel that I've done so far. So thank her big time. She also runs her own business. Fierce Luxury. Fierce Luxury is a high-end bag and accessories consignment store based online. They carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and Hermes. Consign with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online at FierceLuxuryByAshley.com. That's FierceLuxuryByAshley.com. And on Facebook in their exclusive group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. That's Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Hey, hey. Come on now. So, as we, oh, I will tell you this, Matt. As we get into our last segment here, going to be a, a short segment. Give me a, a real on time segment, not me ranting for 27 minutes every other line, continuing to repeat myself, trying to learn, y'all, trying to get better at this, get better and better and better. I am late, says Matt. What did you miss? You can start from the beginning right at the beginning. 
or as soon as we get off of here, uh, we went over a little bit of the LA port trucking situation or uh, cargo ship situation, uh, supply chain crisis. Walmart's releasing driverless vehicles, and they're not the first ones to do it. And what we're about to get into right now. Also, if you just popped in, Matt, I am doing a raffle for a signed AR-15 magazine. This shirt, this hat, a sticker, or a pin, and a sticker. All right, moving on. PayPal link isn't working. Hmm. I'll message it to you. Or you can, if you look, if you just search the Cajun Libertarian, I'm like the only one on the planet. You should be able to find it. If not, I will send it to you. So, our last portion of tonight. <clears throat> Some of you may have heard this story. I really would have liked to put it in the headlines, uh, the name, but I felt like I'd get shadow banned if I did. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah, I totally just got distracted, but I had to say this. I, I'll talk about it more Wednesday night, but if you didn't hear, there's like oh, sports arenas and apparently governments possibly we'll see i don't know but i know that i heard today for a fact that sports arena in the sports world is a mess y'all i mean aaron Rodgers got stupid based i mean it's just it's uh, and there's a lot of other stuff too deshaun watson's deshaun watson scenario is buck wild and horribly terrible and so um yeah i don't know about that but uh there's a lot of places banning let's go brandon that should tell you everything. <sighs> Banning, let's go. So you really just can't say anything negative about Joe Biden, I guess. I don't get that part. Not after the last four years. I mean, we've been making fun of everybody for a long time. I guess while we were the ones getting shot at first. It was my fault. Got it. Oh, sweet. Nice. Thanks, Steve. So, yeah, Let's Go Brandon is being banned in certain areas. Incredible. The FBI raided the home of Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe. The reason I didn't want to put this in the headlines is because of, because of Biden and Biden's daughter, Ashley Biden. And uh, look, none of this has been verified yet. None of this has been authenticated, so we don't know. But we do know that Project Veritas is legit. Remember, Project Ver Veritas was the... Uh, the one that broke the story about the FDA agent, well, drunk FDA agent, wanting to blow dart uh, poor blacks and dumb whites with the vaccine, which is amazing. But that's Project Veritas. They broke a bunch of stuff. They're actually pretty incredible. Stop shaking. Thank you. Sorry, I also have a mouse now, and it shakes the stable real bad. So... The FBI raided the home of Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe as part of a federal investigation into the stolen diary of President Biden's daughter, Ashley Biden. The New York Times reported the raid took place early Saturday morning. Now, this is we'll get into this after a few seconds. Uh, it, but the fact that New York Times was on the money like this was pretty astounding. Like, I don't understand. There's no way how quick they were. The New York Times reported the raid took place on early Saturday morning, just days after the homes of two Project Veritas associates were also the subject of search warrants. A spokesperson for the FBI told the Times its agents have, uh, have performed by law enforcement activity at his apartment building in Mamanurek, New York, Mamanurek, 
Mamaroneck, New York. Somebody from New York, help me out there. If, see if I'm saying that right. Mamaroneck, New York. I missed that when I was uh when I was scanning through it. I can't believe I missed that. I would have uh, Googled it to to hear it. <laughs> That's what I do. All right. But did not comment on the investigation. The investigation surrounds a stolen diary belonging to Ashley Baden that went missing just days before the 2020 presidential election. O'Keefe confirmed the Times previous reporting about the two other FBI raids that took place this week, releasing a video message addressing his group's apparent ties to the diary and declaring Project Veritas came under attack. Look, now this is all fishy. I mean, it is is real. All of it's suspect. All I know is that lately Project Veritas has been on, so I'm not sure what's going on, and that could be part of the problem. Um, I woke to the news that apartments and homes of Project Veritas journalists or firm, former journalists have been raided by FBI agents. O'Keefe began. It appears the Southern District of New York has journalists in their sights for the supposed crime of doing their jobs lawfully and honestly, or at least this journalist. If this is true, this is an obvious violation of the First Amendment without question. No questions asked. None. If it's true, O'Keefe alleged that within an hour of the FBI's raid of the home of a Project Veritas reporter, the Times contacted that reporter for comment. Within an hour of being raided, the New York Times knew about it. So, no, they knew about they knew about it first. Incredible if this is true. If that's true, oh man, this is incredible. We do not know how the New York Times was aware of the execution of a search warrant at our reporter's home or the subject matter of the search warrant as a grand jury investigation is secret. O'Keefe said the FBI took materials of current former Project Veritas journalists, despite the fact that our legal team previously contacted the, the Department of Justice and voluntarily conveyed unassailable facts that demonstrate Project Veritas's lack of involvement in criminal activity and or criminal intent. Our efforts were the stuff of responsible ethical journalism, and we are in no doubt that Project Veritas acted properly at each and every step, O'Keefe asserted. Just, man. Uh, it goes on to say like, some tipsters found it in an abandoned home, or I'm sorry, an abandoned room that she was staying in and told them that it was uh, it had explosive content about the Biden family, which is pretty remarkable. They planned on, uh, or I'm sorry, explosive yeah, allegations about her father, or about the Biden family, really. And some, some of the stuff that I heard, look, if it is not... It's not authenticated yet. It's not verified yet, right? So, but if it's true, what I heard about it, which I'm I'm not saying here because I heard it in passing on the radio real quick and there's no way for me to capture it back really. And we don't know if it's true or not. So I'm definitely going to follow up with this much like I've followed up with the with many others, many, many other stories. But um, yeah, this is going to be very, very interesting, I believe. Uh, the tipsters plan on selling it to media outlets. That's where it gets fishy for me with Project Veritas because they're saying that tipsters came to them, told them that they found it in an abandoned room that Ashley used to stay in. Now, this is just one article. Maybe I can go find more 
uh, right now a lot of the de- uh, a lot of the deets are being covered up so i don't know but the tipsters found it in the abandoned room so it was contained explosive allegations about biden and they wanted to sell it to media outlets so then how did project veritas wind up with it why didn't they sell it to the media outlets i don't know i don't know i'm just wondering that's a fact there mohican that's a fact these Bidens leave stuff everywhere, laptops, diary, just wow. I don't for a second doubt that she left this somewhere or she was inebriated or too dumb or whatever and had it stolen from her, one or the other. I believe that part. What's in it, I'm not so sure. But I did hear that some of it contained the fact that she was also just like Hunter. I don't know that she was smoking crack, but uh, she was on that dope. So that's what I hear anyway. We'll find out. Hopefully. Hopefully. And hopefully Project Veritas doesn't wind up dead. Lord of mercy. Project Veritas gave the diary to law enforcement to ensure it could be returned to its rightful owner. We never published it, O'Keefe said. Now, here's the thing. I did read that if you stole it and you publish it, and they find out that you were the one that stole it, stole it and you published it, then that's a criminal offense. From what I heard. From what I read, sorry. But they did not publish it. So even if they stole it and are lying about the tipsters part, they didn't publish it. So it's actually not, from what I read, it is not unlawful for a journalist to do that. It is only unlawful to steal it. And if you are the person that stole it and you are the person that published it, then it becomes a criminal offense. So we'll see where it goes, and I don't know how true that is. I'm just saying that's what I read. So Project Veritas gave the diary to law enforcement to ensure it could be returned to its rightful owner. We never published it, O'Keefe said. Now, Mrs. Biden's father's Department of Justice, President Biden, Department of Justice, specifically the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, appears to be investigating the situation claiming the diary was stolen. We don't know if it was, but it begs the question, in what world is the alleged theft of a diary investigated by the president's FBI in his department, Justice? A diary? That's also a valid question, which tells me, sounds validated to me. Why would? the FBI be going after a diary just because it's Biden's daughter. Unless there was something in that diary that Biden doesn't want you to see. So, back to your comments. I mean, that's going to be a very polarizing story. They were, um, they've been all over some of these institutions here lately. Winning every one of them. And still winning, it looks like. Because that's Pretty remarkable. Oh, that's a good yeah, David DeYoung. There you go. They aren't polarizing enough for Big Daddy's government. Uh, they are now. They are now. Matt, FBI, a.k.a. Ministry of Propaganda. Uh, the ministry would be all the institutions, I believe, shall be very suspicious. Oh, yeah. This looks very juicy. I imagine this is going to, much like uh, Hunter's laptop, which is now, 
you know, obviously a real thing. By the way, that Twitter covered up during the election. Yep. So, not looking good. Mohican Libertarian. These Bidens. Oh, yeah, I already put that one out there. My bad, y'all. See what Steve says. Uh, Veritas didn't publish anything because they couldn't authenticate it. Yes, I read that part. Correct. They even offered to hand it directly to law enforcement. Now they're rated for keeping it. Yep. And yes, what I heard was it would have Joe in prison. Now that the FBI is involved, we know it's authentic. I'd say. I would say. Josh. Man, if my kids were wandering around leaving laptops and stuff everywhere, I would have their ass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> These are grown adults, too. Apparently, rarely ever sober. Matt, an article that mentions uh, some of the contents of the diary. There you go. Beautiful. Thank you, Matt. When national security is at stake. There's your verification. Yes, indeed. Matt with another address. Let me take that back down. So, thank you all very much for coming on. We'll get the uh, the raffle set up tomorrow night. There's a special, very special edition of uh, Muddied Waters of Freedom. If you don't know, I'm not giving it away here. Right? Um, you'll have to watch tomorrow's show and find out exclusively on Muddy Waters Media. Facebook, YouTube, Float, LinkedIn, Twitter, some other places that I don't don't remember quite yet. So I see it on here all the time, and I never look to memorize them all. So don't forget that. And then Wednesday night is My Fellow Americans with Spike Cohen. And then right after Wednesday night, Spike, um, you get me again. That's usually when I pre-record the um, Cajun Libertarian Sunday specials. So if you hear me continuing to stumble over intros and outros about see y'all tomorrow or next Cajun time, see you Monday. That's why I'm still getting getting used to. I've never pre-recorded anything before, and <clears throat> I've done three now, three, and so I'm getting used to it. But I'm still stumbling over some of the words, trying to figure out because it sounds so weird to see y'all Monday when it's, you know. Wednesday or when I know it's dropping on Sunday night, it would be easier or makes more sense if I say tomorrow. Feels like a lie to say tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Mr. Just because the DOJ being involved is verification enough. That's what I'm saying. Don't forget, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yes, indeed. And that will do it for tonight. I will see you Wednesday night. Same cage of time, same cage of channel. I'm out. Almost out. Almost out.